The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious about hypnosis let's get through psychosis psychosis whatever, whatever he's a great wrestler you know hello and welcome to the wrestlecast this is episode 308 i'm your host don delorente and i'm joined by my co-host mr mo to the underscore reese What's going on, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese? Wow, 308 of these things called um, the WrestleCast. Um, yeah, so here's the thing, everybody. I, I, I was play, I was play how I ended up watching um, Blood Money 5. Not in its entirety, but I came in on the I came in on the good parts, so We'll talk about that when that when that comes up. <laughs> well, uh, I'll go ahead and congratulate you off the top. I did not top calculate the totals during the event, but I just looked at the totals, sir. And you won by one. Oh, snap. <laughs> you know which one you won by? Which one? Picking the correct person for the final elimination, a.k.a. the tiebreaker. Oh, for which one? Um, the men's, because I picked Rhea Ripley, you picked Binky, and then in the men's elimination chamber, you picked Bobby, and I picked Brock, but you picked the right person who took the final pin. <laughs> so the tiebreaker came into came into use on the first uh, try there, so that was a, a good setup, good win by you, sir. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, Vince McMahon, for putting on a show in Saudi Arabia that I wasn't going to watch, but I ended up watching anyway because <laughs> Kyler Ray was like, "You might as well go ahead and watch it." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to watch it." But then y'all talked about it. And I was like, "Let me go." No, it was what happened was I went and was looking at the results, so I saw Roman and I saw um, Binky at one. I was like. Oh, well, let me, and that's when I came on Twitter and I saw you had the spaces up. So I said, oh, well, let me just have and see what they talk about. And y'all thought I was watching. I was like, no, I ain't watching it. And then y'all was talking about, um, it was what Drew, I think Drew and Madcap was about to start. And then I went, I said, you know what? I'm not going to give Vince the, I'm not going to give Vince the, um, the numbers, so I'm gonna go to alternative means and get my viewing on. <laughs> so and you tuned in right almost in time. It's right in time to see a man almost paralyze himself. Right. Mm. Damn shame. But we'll get there in a second. So uh we had a kickoff show match that was Miz versus Rey Mysterio. 
Uh, thank you to everybody who joined us for the hashtag Blood Money Cast live tweet and Twitter Spaces. Uh, Miz grabs the chair, earning himself a die from Ray. Dominic grabs the chair and takes it away, so Miz fakes being shoved into the steps. That's enough for an injection of Dominic, but Ray counters the six one. Ray changes the six one nine into a cradle and gets the pin. Yeah, he um definitely was doing. He, he was on his Eddie Steves with that one, <laughs> but kind of it it, it 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 fooled it fooled him in the end because Ray said. Let me get one step. I got one, um, one step quicker than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the match, Miz goes after Ray, which draws Dominic back in for the save. Double six one nine set set up back to back frog splashes, and they leave the Miz lane. And Maurice is like, "You can make this trip on your own, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna be there." You know, like that Magic Johnson meme, that Magic Johnson clip where he'd be like talking about um they was talking about um I think the Lakers was having a um they was like what they were talking about rebuilding and Magic was like, I'm not gonna be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when Maurice was just like, she wasn't gonna be there. Start the show proper. And we start out with the universal title matchup between Roman Reigns and Goldberg. The Superman punch drops Goldberg, but Reigns' spear is countered by Goldberg's spear. The jackhammer doesn't work as Roman reverses it into the guillotine, and he chokes Goldberg out to retain the universal title. Damn. Roman put in his six minutes and 58 seconds of work, got Goldberg up out of there, hopped on the plane and came back he was like, damn it. I had to break a sweat. <laughs> so, for for those who are not counting, Goldberg is an official free agent because that was his last match on his current contract. Thank the Lord. Hopefully he sticks to doing Dodge commercials and Mopar parts spokesman stuff and stays out of the professional wrestling ring. No, because Vince is going to come calling. And Vince is going to say, hey, pal. <laughs> Vince is going to offer him money. Diminishing returns. Hey, a lot of people, they talk about diminishing returns. They don't want to come back, but, you know, they may come back. Women's Elimination Chamber matchup. Rhea Ripley, Dewdrop, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Nikki Ash, and Alexa Bliss are Six participants, winner earns a title shot at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's title. Nikki and Liv, they start. Dewdrop comes in at number three. Rhea is number four. Alexa is number five. And, of course, that leaves Bianca to be number six. And she captured that right uh, by winning a gauntlet match on Raw last week. Ripley sends Nikki into the cage and hits the riptide to eliminate Nikki. Liv Morgan hits a sunset bomb out of the corner, and that eliminates Dewdrop. That was very impressive. Alexa Bliss then hits a running blockbuster to Liv Morgan, setting up the Twisted Bliss, or AKA the Sparkle Splash, and she eliminates Liv Morgan. Alexa Bliss hits Rhea Ripley with the DDT, and then Binky follows that up with the KOD, and they both eliminate Rhea Ripley. So now we're down to Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. A DDT is blocked by Binky, so Alexa Bliss rolls her up for a two count. 
Bianca has had enough. She hits the KOD. She pins Alexa Bliss. And she earns the matchup, the rematch with Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Yes, she does. One time for the let it play out crowd. One out of fucking three, y'all finally got right. Sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) Just let it play out. Just let it play out. Okay, y'all finally had one fall y'all way this time. Right. But, um... We'll talk about Bianca a little bit later, though. But, yeah, so, you know, that's what Becky said. Becky told her to go to the end of the line. And what she did, she went back to the end of the line and built herself back up. So. And that's what, and that's what you know, it wasn't fair. But I guess maybe looking back at it, Vince wanted to make Bianca to be, you know, a formidable opponent. You know, even though... Not everybody else had to go through these trials and tribulations and need that type. I mean, well, Daniel Bryan, when he was in the company, he lost his title at um, SummerSlam and had to go on a, a chase to get it back at um, WrestleMania. So this was a feel good moment because we love Binky on this podcast and on, and on uh, amongst the other ones who live treat Western every day. So, you know, we want to see. Black girl magic shining. Always. Um, I'm going to pop in right here and just give a shout out. This is where uh, the what sleep though portion of the show. What's up, Ms. B? Uh, the Ooh. fashion cast, because the outfits were far better than what they've done the last couple of times where they've had women wrestle, where they just kind of had these big old t-shirts on with some you know spandex underneath no this time they They allowed them to you know wrestle how they wrestle like wrestle and just look good while they're doing instead like you said throwing the big overgrown t-shirts on just saying okay we got to cover those on so you can cover your stuff up but yeah they did it well this time so that was good for them yeah yeah um everybody had the one piece live walking with Chandler and britney britney spears Mm mm-hmm uh, Rhea Ripley looking like um, she likes bits and chains and excites her. I see. No one of um, Anwar calls you the milkman. <laughs> no, but um, they all they all look real nice. Real, real nice. Yeah, they did. They did. The gear was really good. We'll, we'll talk about. We'll talk about. We'll talk about the um. So about the, the one the one person's gear who didn't look so nice. No, we'll talk about the glam squad later on because. We'll talk about them later on because okay. when they did Monday night, they have they had one particular um woman wrestler looking a hot mess, and Miss V points that out every single time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, every time she gets she points out, I laugh because she be so on point with it. We have Naomi and Ronda Rousey versus Cyan Deville and Charlotte Flair. Now, what the rules of stipulation? Ronda Rousey had to have one arm tied behind her back. So Naomi comes out in this fire glow in the dark gear. That's awesome. Sign the bills and her black leather 
mini doc dominatrix gear. Okay. Charlotte is in her red, you know. And then here comes Ronda Rousey. Out here in a judo gi. What's okay. somebody, somebody say? Um, somebody said she um, was showing feet. Um, it was um, Quantage Wall. Talking about she was showing um, feet in the rest of in the rest of the ring. I was dying laughing. Miss <laughs> um, Kimmy D was like Ronda got on her bathrobe. <laughs> but like, I'm coming out there. So we get the disaster kick from Naomi that rocks Charlotte, but Ronda Rousey gets knocked to the outside. Hot Tat brings in Ronda Rousey, setting up the Piper's Pit to sign DeVille. DeVille then taps out to the armbar, and Naomi and Ronda Rousey are your winners. Ronda is much more tolerable with Naomi. She is... Whatever little bit of personality and charisma Rhonda does have naturally, Naomi can bring out that on screen. So that was a plus for Rhonda Rousey. Right. Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss, false count anywhere. Oh, yeah, this was the part of the show where. Um, we we thought we almost lost Mad Cat Moss here for a second. Um, Drew McIntyre goes to give him an Alabama slam. Well, instead of like just sprawling out and right. turning his head to the side and landing nope. on the mat face first, uh, for some reason he is in, just ducked his head, which you never do in the wrestling ring, and landed squaw on the top of his head and neck. And they only showed it about four times, and and still, right? And I think, and I think, and I think the reason why it was shown so many times is so because that's the shit you don't do. <laughs> In fact, I guess he was like, "We're gonna show it a couple more times when it happened," and I mean, luckily he made it out fine. But it was just like, dude, you don't touch it. Like whenever people do it, they they, they take the doing a style clash. Mm-hmm. Like, do not tuck your head. Just turn your head to the side. Like, turn your face so you just take, like, you know, your cheek, one side of your face hits the mat. But, yeah, if you duck your head, yeah, you're going to get hurt. Right. And Mad Cat Moss, better be glad he don't be skipping neck day in the gym. (laughs) Because if it would have been a little bit less traps, it would have been a bad day at the office for him, man. He'd have been done, donezo. Uh, it turns into like a, a handicap match because it's false count anywhere. So Baron Corbin's getting involved. Corbin sends McIntyre through the barricade, and that gets a two count for Mad Cat Moss. McIntyre then hits a superplex for a near fall back inside. The future shot DDT connects, and that sets up the Claymore. With Drew McIntyre holding the sword in his hand for what reason, I don't know. I guess for the visual, of, for the pictures, the people out there, the uh, for the, what is it? For the sake of photo photography or flash photography? Yes. <laughs> That's the reason why he took this damn 
big ass sword in his hand and then kicked the dude with it in his hand and he ends up beating Mad Cat Moss. So, there you go. She really could have been a pre-show match, but alright. Speaking of the pre-show, we recap the kickoff match with Rey Mysterio beating Miz, followed by Dominic beating up Miz for a bonus. Miz is furious and promises to get a tag team partner to help deal with the Mysterios. Raw women's title match, Becky Lynch versus Lita. Becky Lynch misses a moonsault, so Lita, so Lita hits a twist of fate. She follows that up with the Lita salt and gets a very close near fall. That's when Becky Lynch recovers. She hits a manhandle slam, and Becky Lynch retains the Raw women's title. Um, Lita got props for this match. Yeah, Lita looked good. They got some good near falls. Lita was aggressive and was, you know, right there step for step. Becky was calling the match a little too loud. That's the only nick to pick I have with this. Right. But other than that, you know, I thought it was fine. SmackDown tag team title match. The Usos versus, versus the Viking Raiders. The Usos will be defending these tag team titles at some point in the future because they jump the Viking Raiders on the floor, lay them out, and we get no match. They must have been so running up against the time. Nope, nope, nope. This was the plan all along. They're going to um, set this up for a SmackDown. So a future SmackDown episode will feature the tag team match. That titles. would suck, dude. That would suck to go all the way over there, have a match promoted, have a match built up to where you've been losing all the one on one matches. They've been jumping your ass in the back to begin to, uh, after that. You fly all the way over there. Thinking you about to get a match and then be told, oh yeah, they about to beat y'all up one more time and we're going to do this in two weeks when we come back. We're like, what? Yeah. You could have left me at home, Holmes. <laughs> you, see, left, you know, Kofi wasn't, Kofi wasn't there, Big E wasn't there. Yeah, you could have left me at the house. Big E was at your, one of your favorite races. Yeah, Big E was down there at Daytona driving the pace car. <laughs> yeah, they're getting a lot of that uh, Fox rub. Big E is um, Big E's good for the TV, man, because he got that voice and he got that energy. Right. So it translates to other sports well when he goes to visit and do things outside of WWE bubble. That leads us to the Miz Elimination Chamber match for the WWE title. Bobby Lashley's defending against Brock Lesnar, Riddle, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, and AJ Styles. Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, they get it started. A buckle bomb into Lashley's pod leaves Lashley and Riddle laying. Um, the order is Riddle 3 and AJ 4. Lashley gets removed from the match due to concussion protocols. Um, it's supposed to be a bunch of bullshit. It's supposed to, uh, Lashley's pod is supposed to open next for number five, but since he isn't here, Lesnar kicks his pod open and just starts wrecking people. 
The F5 finishes Seth Rollins, and another F5 finishes Riddle. Another F5 gets rid of AJ Styles. Austin Theory climbs the chamber and manages to get halfway out of the top before Lesnar pulls him back down. Lesnar slams him headfirst into the plexiglass on top of the pod, and then he F5s him down to the chamber floor off the top of the pod. And of course, that's enough for Brock Lesnar to win the WWE title. Well, apparently, WWE knew that Bobby Lashley was injured from the Rumble because of the suplex he was taking from um, Brock. He, um, he hurt his shoulder. So they knew he was already hurt. That was probably why after we saw those um, following Raws after the um, Rumble, he wasn't wrestling. That's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Very unfortunate outcome because, you know, Bobby didn't get a chance to even defend his title, in essence. Um, well, well um, Matt Riddle, Riddle was happy. He got the he got the wrestle brought and somebody had um, <laughs> more like <laughs> more like you more like he took an F5 from Brock. <laughs> it was the fact that he actually got to interact with him in the ring. And he had, he had, and he had, um, well, he, he retweeted something and was like, you know, said, he said, I will never say never or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he was happy that he got the actual take an F5 from Brock. <laughs> After, you know, Brock told the backstage that we'll, we'll never, <laughs> we'll never meet in the ring. And I'm sure that he probably, whoever who was doing the um, creative for this match was like, listen, I know what you said in the past about, Riddle, but um, if you want, you gotta, you gotta beat him to put, win the title. You know, he probably was like, oh, "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> the check was already the, the the money was already sent to his deposit, so he probably was like, "Let's get it over with." <laughs> right, right. Well, that leads us to Monday Night Raw to follow up. Thanks again to everybody who joined us for the hashtag Blood Money Cast, though. I can't tell you guys enough how much fun it was interacting with everybody, listening and reading their commentary with color. As always, you guys are the I probably didn't want to watch, but I was kind of, my my hand was forced. He's like Pookie, y'all. It keep calling (laughs) me, man. I try to put that shit up, but it just keep calling me, man. That's what Vince got to Vince got to hold on us, man. Um, so here's the new WWE champion, Brock Lesnar, to get things going. And the fans seem rather happy to see him at the University of South Carolina down in Columbia. Um, what did you think of Brock's outfit, man? <laughs> Brock was definitely hitting this country roots. <laughs> uh, after thanking the fans, Lesnar is cut off by Paul Heyman whose signature line is cut off by Brock almost immediately. Heyman Heyman manages to say that he represents the one true world champion around here, and Lesnar might not get to WrestleMania as a champion. Lesnar still has to defend the title at Madison Square Garden on March 5th against Bobby Lashley, but if Lashley can't make it, Heyman will have to find a better opponent. Now, 
this would be a perfect time for Peacock to air that. Yes. There's no March pay-per-view. But there is that big show, which is like a month before WrestleMania. So why don't they see the value in airing that as a network special on their own network? Exactly, because WWE, um, on the network side, they they was famous for doing that. They would, um... Have the um, they would air it and they would just say, you know, okay, we're going to um, really did a special like that. They did a um, a, a, a Madison Square special like that, um, that certainly mm-hmm. put on the network and was like, you know, we're going to air this because we had that we had that Jericho um, they got that Jericho um, Kevin Owens match. Mm-hmm. So you know, they could do it. Yeah, it just seems like that. that... But the thing is, Madison Square Garden has rights and licenses and fees, and I think it was like it was a headache for them, you know, taping, taping there or recording there, streaming and whatnot. So now, if they don't have the infrastructure inside the building to pull that off then okay that's one thing but that, that's an NBA arena and an NHL arena too yep. man they got all kinds of internet in there that should be able to handle streaming because NBA is real big on streaming yes, so man. you know I don't know if it's like hey you gotta bring your own equipment in here and their equipment isn't good inside the arena that could definitely be the case but it just seems like if they wanted to make it happen they could make it happen I mean shoot they showed us a program from Japan one time dude shouldn't be that hard to make it work for Madison Square but anyway what you think about that opening Paul brought Bobby Lashley on the horizon um it's a you know, kind of like, you know, set the groundwork for what we're going to see later on. So we already know. I don't think they said they said last year will be out for a couple of months. So never know. Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are ready to meet RK Bro tonight and, he add, and be added to the WrestleMania, to the, excuse me, to the tag team title picture with the tag team title match. Then they can defend the titles at WrestleMania, maybe even against the Usos. In a champion versus championship match. Either way, Kevin Owens doesn't want to have to be in that horrible city of Dallas, Texas. Still planting the seed, huh? Yep. Still planting the seed. I mean, I guess with, with okay, so with Vince, I guess the, the long term goal. Is for Roman and Rock in Los Angeles and Hollywood next right. WrestleMania. Right. So, and I remember when you, I think you said this in the um in the live in the live the live tweet on Saturday. You said it's going to have to be either Roman wins straight up or a throw contest because you were talking about who's going to take the title off or whatnot mm-hmm. and. 
you know, it's just a lot. So, yeah, because you know, we ain't heard nothing about Brock coming on to sign no full time contract. So, Wait, I might have something for you that later on, but keep going. So, my thinking was just like, you know, we're gonna have to figure out something to do with his side of the title because he's not really going to be here for the duration. So we start off with our opening matchup of the night. Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Seems like this is the Street Profits new uh, new position on the show. They're the curtain jerkers. They provide a lot of energy and get the crowd up on their feet to start off with. Kind of set the tone for the evening. Everything breaks down and Dawkins is taken outside and gets rammed into the barricade. Back in, Otis comes in off a blind tag and Montez Ford tries to slam him with Otis falling on top of him. Chad Gable playing the role of Bobby Heenan holds down Montez Ford's foot from the outside so he can't kick out and Otis gets the pin and Alpha Academy gets the win. Stop your boy getting caught slipping. Man, it was impressive he got Big Otis up. You don't get no love for that. <laughs> so you know who, who's the well, you know who uh, him and Bianca Binky who's the who's the workout who who works out the the, the strongest the longest. <laughs> um, Chad Gable, man, his in ring ability has never been questioned. But his entertainment value might have always been a little on the low side at some points. But he has found that extra gear in that department. And he is one of my favorite things about Monday Night Raw right now. I see. NXT's Tommaso Ciampa says he's ready to face Dolph Ziggler any night of the week, including Monday's. He even has the perfect partner to team against against Ziggler and Robert Roode. And out comes Finn Balor. He says he knows who he is on Raw, but will never forget where he came from. Your thoughts, sir, on the return of Finn Balor? First time we've seen him since uh, Austin Theory did him in. Well, it's good to see um, Finn back. In a mix. Sucked he had to miss the Royal Rumble. That's that's a decent payday he missed. Yeah, it is. I wonder if he still had to show up to work that day. Hmm. Good question. Yep. Just show up in St. Louis, chilling the back all day. What? Good food and catering, though. I'm not going to be in the Royal Rumble. Not even at, like at all, dude. Not even like for like no part of the show. Oh, okay. No, we had this good food back in catering. <laughs> so Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa they're taking on the Dirty Dogs, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler and Ciampa are sent to the outside, leaving Roode to plant Balor for the two count. The Sling Blade drops Roode, and it's off to Ciampa for the knee to the face. The fairy tale ending is countered, but Ciampa is right back with the roll-up, and he pins Robert Roode, and Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa are victorious. Yes, they are. 
uh, milestone moment here. Tommaso Ciampa in the main roster ring for the first time in probably like 25 years or so. I think he got dropped on his head by The Undertaker when he first started back he, in the day. He was, he was a lawyer. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lawyer for, um, was it Muhammad Hassan? Yeah, maybe. Probably was. So, uh, what you think? What you think of just the tag team match? What you think about Champa main roster? Because then they didn't they have when they up there like get that that, um, that original call up, but then he got injured. Yeah, him and Champa might have been. I mean, him and um, Johnny might have been on there like one night, and then they reversed the call ups. Oh, okay, yeah. But it was a, this was a good match. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, Tomasa and Dolphins giving some good matches. Um, guess we'll talk about that on the NXT cast that will happen tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah, time bro. for Miz TV. Miz complaining about the Mysterios. He says, Ray uses everything he can to get the upper hand, including using his son Dominic to beat him at Elimination Chamber. That's because the people need Ray and will forgive everything he does. Miz knows better than to trust the people, so he has his own partner. He is someone from a fighting family, and he is dashing. Before we get to meet him, though, here are the Mysterios to interrupt. Ray says he knows everyone here hates Miz, so it doesn't matter who Miz has found because there's nobody in the back who wants to pin, uh, who wants to team with him. He says, bring them out here so they can get rid of him and give the WrestleMania spot to someone who deserves it. Miz asks if Dominic deserves a WWE contract or did his dad just get him one? Dominic says his dad brought him into wrestling and he'll do whatever it takes to keep him here. Threats are made, but Miz mocks the idea. A tag match is proposed for WrestleMania with Miz bringing out Logan Paul as his partner. Paul says he has pool toys bigger than Ray and Dominic accepts the WrestleMania challenge. The fight is on, though, with the Mysterios getting taken down and ran into the ring post. Logan Paul and the Miz stand tall. So it was funny doing doing this. He kept making um, references to Cody. Kept saying dashing, and I was like, "We know it's not going to be Cody. We we know it's not. We know you're trolling. Mm-hmm. We know." I said, "Just break wherever Logan, wherever Paul, um, Paul, boy, you you didn't got they didn't sign and just go on." And like I said in the live tweet last night, um, this match automatically became a bathroom break. Like, sorry <laughs> to you, Nick, but nope. That's when bathroom break. Well, man, you know, I can't go wrong. You know, I, I'm going to have to give this more of a chance than you are just based off of last year's chat record with Beers and John Morrison with Bad Bunny. And Damian Priest. Um, that was that was good though. Yeah, that, that's that what I'm saying. But hey, at the beginning we was like, "That's definitely going to be the bathroom break, man." Do we got hell no? That was bad. Bunny was um, working every week leading up to WrestleMania. Maybe the Logan Paul kid. Maybe the Miz can get him in the same mood. How about no? That's <laughs> bathroom break. We don't want to see that. We don't want. <laughs> We don't want to, I mean, you want to watch it? That's fine. I'm in the bathroom. Doing the John Boothspoon. Handle my bed. Handle it. 
the hell think I'm gonna see Logan or Jake Revan, Paul. The only part uh, the only Paul I recognize is Chris Paul. <laughs> Not even Rich Paul. He's an agent. I, I you know I mean you got Adele and everything, but Chris Paul because we injured right now too. But I don't know, man. Being an agent and having a Dell sounds like a pretty sweet life to me. I mean, he got he got money. But, that's what it is. But you know, that's just me. Uh, the Alpha Academy they aren't worried about RK Bro or Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash. A delayed vertical suplex drops Nikki, so she heads outside to rant to the commentary table. Rhea Ripley sends her face first into the announcer's table, setting up the riptide for the pin and the win. Okay. How many damn weeks in a row do we have to watch Rhea Ripley pin Nikki Ash clean in the middle of the ring for this shit to be over with? I guess it's a best say they're getting it right. They She beat her two times already. Pinned her clean in the fucking elimination chamber, and now she pinned her clean again here on Monday Night Raw. Well, good God. Might be a long game here, sir. Might be a long game. Vince Vince books some of these things like it's the territory days, but dude, it's national fucking TV every week. People see this shit over and over already. It ain't like, oh, we went 250 miles down the road to the next town where the there wasn't no television uh, for the match that we had, and now we can run the same match back, and it's fresh to these people that that are sitting in and watching it. Whereas, okay, Vince, we saw the match. There wasn't even no screwy finish. You just beat her clean. Oh, well, I guess it's over with. Nope, I want a rematch. Let's do it again. I think I can win. Okay, cool. Same outcome happens. All right, that's definitely got to be the end of it. Okay, have a little toss-up in the elimination chamber. Nikki still winds up in the same position, counting the lights. I'm done. I don't need to see this no more. Please move Rhea Ripley on to somebody else. Damian Priest taking on Shelton Benjamin. Hurt business is just in shambles. Damian Priest fights back with a series of kicks and then he hits the South of Heaven choke slam. Then he hits the reckoning and Damian Priest is your winner. At least um, Shelton Benjamin got to wrestle in his home state. It's close to home. He did, and he got, he got, some, got some cheers, too. Yeah, there was a big section of people cheering for him. Uh, after the match, Damian Priest says he has beaten a bunch of guys, and now he wants more competition. Van Balor comes out to say he'll come take that title off of him next week. Uh, stay tuned to the end of the show. Oh, Okay. Spoiler alert. We recap Reggie turning on Dana Brooke to take the 24-7 title back last week. So here's Reggie for a promo. He has something to say and promises that there will be no 24-7 shenanigans for the moment. First, though, he would like Dana Brooke to come out here. So here she comes to join the promo. Reggie says that he got emotional last week and he took his shot. But for now, he wants to make it up to her. He asks for and gets a referee and then he lays down on the mat. Dana covers him for a two count, but then Dana kisses him, and she ends up getting the pin, and she wins the 24-7 title back. After the match, here come the regular squad of P 
people chasing the 24-7 title, with Reggie helping Dana escape. Akira Tozawa winds up in Tamina's arms, but gets dropped when he asks for a kiss of his own, and the chase continues. Oh, she dumped him with the quickness. <laughs> but here's the, um, here's the crazy thing. So... The way so Ms. V always talks about how Dana broke, you know, extensions, everything is just all messed up. And so I guess you can see where the extensions were starting at and she just mm-hmm. you know didn't it seemed like she'll be back there sticking sticking up for herself backstage. <laughs> and so when she went in for the kiss on Reggie, came back up, Reggie had his whole face that face was white. And I'm like, dude, her, was it, I don't know if it's concealer or whatever, rub off on you, and you just all, you still have to play, I mean, you still have to play the role and everything. But it was just, you know, it was just like, he like, he, like I was like, yo, he left a, 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 a half a key <laughs> after that kiss or whatever. Yeah, but, um, they gotta do something with the twenty four seven title and everything. I mean, all truth ain't had it in a minute, so all truth definitely wants his baby back. Bianca Belair comes out for her promo. She reiterates that she is the EST of WWE, but she, um, you know, basically lets everybody know she works the hardest, she's the greatest, she's the best, all of the things that we love and love about her. She says she main evented last year um, at WrestleMania, and now it's time for her to do it again. Becky Lynch comes out to remind Belair of what happened six months ago to the day at SummerSlam. Becky promises to take her down at WrestleMania, but Binky isn't convinced. Uh, she's like, Becky's like, oh, I'm the victim. I am the victim. <laughs> and Bianca's like, okay, you always want to play the victim. How about I just make you the victim? And took the earrings off and Becky ain't want none. So this promo was really good. I like this promo. Um, they definitely, you know, make this story more interesting going forward. You know, Becky thought she was going to be done with, was done with Bianca and told her to get to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Bianca went to the back of the line and came right back to the front and was like, sis, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you know, so, um, good job to her, but. Keep going. Bianca versus Dewdrop. Cannonball misses and Binky manages a power bomb out of the corner, leaving Becky speechless. Dewdrop misses a charge into the corner. It's the KOD uh, that follows that up, and Bianca Belair gets the win. After the match, Becky and Bianca stare each other down. Uh, what more? can you say about Bianca Belair and the feats of strength that she displays on a week in and week out basis? She powerbombed Dewdrop, dog. Huh? She powerbombed Dewdrop. Yes, she did. I mean, we're not talking about Zelina Vega. No, we're not. (laughs) <laughs> We're not talking about Alexa Bliss. We're not talking about one hand pressing Liv Morgan and Sasha Banks. 
Nope. I'm talking about we Dude Drop. Dude Drop. <laughs> I mean, at this particular point in time, you know, the largest woman on the roster. Yep. It's just amazing. She is the star, man. They better they better do as much as they can, as quick as they can, for say as long as they got her. Because when Hollywood starts calling in two or three more years or whatever in the world she really wants to do outside of wrestling starts calling in a couple of years, it's going to be another one bites the dust. We've been calling that. We've been calling that. So always wait for the execution. Edge is sitting in his chair with the spotlight on him for a promo. He asked the fans, can they smell it? He says, no, it isn't him reeking of awesomeness, but it's the smell of WrestleMania in the air. He says his first WrestleMania was WrestleMania 3. He listens to the results on the radio. He heard about Hope body slamming Andre the Giant and doing the impossible and he was so excited. Then he was brought in for his first WrestleMania, huh? No, I was just saying, I was agreeing with you. <laughs> At WrestleMania 14, he said, yeah, that's how old I am. But he didn't get in the ring until two, two years later. Edge talks about some of his best WrestleMania moments, including the TLC 2 match. Mm-hmm. And he talks about yeah two other uh, you know two other best tag teams in the world. So and then he was you know gave a shout out to Devon. I don't know if uh, Devon's got some things going on in his personal life right now that you ain't you ain't, you ain't know no what's he, going on. Uh, he um had surgery and he can't he won't be able to wrestle again because I think he had like a neck surgery they fused. They like do a fusion surgery on his neck. Oh, okay. So yeah, Edge would definitely be able to sympathize. Yeah, he's been away for like um for for some months now. No, no, man. I didn't know. I didn't know he had uh he had to get he had to get his neck fused. So yeah. So so now it makes sense that Edge definitely they say definitely he won't be able to wrestle again. Okay. Well, that's cool that Edge definitely gave him a shout out in that way then. Um, he talks about being the first Money in the Bank winner. He talks about the match with Mick Foley, putting him through the flaming table. Mm, oh, my goodness. And he said he came that close to being The Undertaker. Actually, I need to go back and maybe watch from SummerSlam through the WrestleMania those, like, two years where he was, like, the champ back-to-back. Yeah. Where he was in the match with Mick Foley and then he was in the main event with Undertaker. Um, because right when I started watching wrestling again, just kind of peeking back in, was when he had to retire. It was the night he won and then he had to retire the next night. So that's kind of like one of the first things I kind of watched as I was starting to kind of get back into wrestling again. Uh, he says he needs WrestleMania again, just like WrestleMania needs Edge. He says he needs someone to step up and fight him. So he's making this open challenge. And he says, come on, anybody, step up. Because wrestling him, he'll make you live forever. Well, word on the streets is that it's 
they pulled me him and AJ. Oh, so him and Shawn Michaels was the diversion. AJ and Shawn Michaels was the diversion. AJ and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Oh, apparently so. This is what this is what this is what the whispers I've been hearing. They say him and um AJ and Edge supposed to be going at it, but um we'll see. Main, main event time RK Bro versus Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens Rollins knocks Orton outside for a stomp on the floor leaving Riddle to take Owens down Riddle attempts to RKO but is countered into a buckle bomb Kevin Owens hits the stunner that leads into the stomp from Seth Rollins and they pin Riddle and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are your winners and it looks like they're going to try to get that title match or at least a match against Alpha Academy in the upcoming future. Yeah. This was good stuff. Good tag team match. Owens and Seth Rollins look like they got pretty good chemistry together. What? I said Owens and Rollins look like they got pretty good tag team chemistry together. I mean, they've been doing this for months, though. So, yeah, it's it's it finally came together. I'm sorry, I got caught. I was looking at something on my phone. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. Send me the link. <laughs> he just the link. Because I'm no, speechless. No. Mr. Ho trying to thought up. You know what? Don't, don't do that. He couldn't even <laughs> hear me because he had something in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But uh, yeah, this was actually a pretty decent Monday Night Raw, man. I actually enjoyed it. Right. This was this was um a lot of us were saying it was a de- it was a decent um, Monday Night Raw. Um, coming back from two weeks on sci-fi, Vince was like, "Ha, Olympics, huh? All right, <laughs> I'm about to give y'all the worst." And they came back, gave us a pretty decent raw and we'll see what happens if we can follow it up next week Mm-hmm. exactly yeah so, so what you guys do is like the Bill Belichick uh, mantra you know what I'm saying you gotta just stack good performances on top of one another and the more times you can do that and get consistent at doing that then your greatness will come to the forefront So at this time, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, time to turn it over to you for your weekly segment, the Mo Meltzer news segment. Yeah, because it's what they call, you know, the Mo Meltzer segment. But, you know, we just do it for just the talking points and everything else. So here's the here's here's the one big thing to drop today. AJ Styles resigned with the WWE. Mm-hmm. And it's rumored that it might be close to three million three million a year. Mm. That's that's the that's the rumor. Three million a year. Mm-hmm. Somebody it's definitely going out. 
Hey man, so, if you can get it. If you can get it, yeah, it's good money. Yeah, it said um, well over three million a year. So it all depends on you know what he what he actually has to do and everything. But he didn't. He he said he's staying here for a while. After they got a while for him to get here, he really sticking around. His <laughs> get his money. Um. So it looks like they want to start doing NXT and Raw crossovers in the near future. I guess they, they like it the um how things are going with that with that um with this I guess this crossover and everything. So they're going to um I guess keep this going on a little bit longer. Um, I guess that the um the idea is to have one. Raw superstar on the show, like in the part of storylines and everything. Mm-hmm. Did you see these selfies? Austin Theory took it from the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. <laughs> now AJ AJ was like, "Get that damn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um. What else? Um, what else is going on in the world of professional wrestling? Um, oh, uh, Drake Maverick been re-signed. He's working creative now. He's working creative. He's not going to talent. Because they said that he has a... Um, so apparently he, they think that you know, you know, the people in charge like that he has a mind for the business and so they brought him back again as being released. You know, he was talking about the whole moving forward video that he posted, which was actually a, a great video. Even John Cena was like, you know, gave him props on it. Mm-hmm. Um so he um he said that um we say I'm pleased to announce that towards the end of 2021, I accepted the wonderful offer of becoming a part of a part of WWE creative writing team as a writer slash producer. And, you know, he was just talking about that and everything. So he was just really happy about that. So, you know, good for him. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, baby got to eat. He can't keep um he can't keep his wife happy out here in the unemployment lines, man. So. Right. So yeah, man, he 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 bit the bullets. I'm going back again. It's his wife his wife wrestles with independence though, so But that money from WWE ain't independent and when you in on that contract, that money <laughs> is a lot better. <laughs> Look, look, I know every time we talk about every time we talk about um Asia, um he was like, Yeah, talking about, you always talking about like, yeah, Asia is the one um is the head of the household. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see, you know, it's good to see Drake Maverick back in the fold and everything. Um so Dax Harwood said that Shawn Michaels made fun of him backstage at Raw 25. So he was on he was on Renee's um the sessions broadcast. So I kind of figure out why they changed it from all sessions to the sessions because now it's I think it's under FanDuel. FanDuel um 
it's like FanDuel sponsors it. So they get that corporate money now. That's what you said. Yeah. So she so so she get the corporate money, so she can't say all sessions because. <laughs> See what happens when you get that that sponsorship money. Hey, we get sponsorship money. I'm definitely selling out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely <laughs> Welcome to the Welcome to the Wrestling Observer Mo Meltzer News <laughs> They like wait, I'm like yeah, listen he came, he came with you us that money And we all gonna be sitting there like The hell happens to the wrestling cast it's Like listen we getting corporate money now So <laughs> we had to change things up a bit Um Yeah so Um And so Dax Hallwood said that um so he was on the podcast and he said that Shawn Michaels had made fun of him. He he was basically talking about, you know, he, he was often injured and he was saying he was going through depression and everything. And so Shawn, if he felt like him and Shawn had bonded over it, but then he got, when he said when Shawn got around um, the click, so to speak, he kind of just, you know, went total asshole on him. You know. So basically he did all the things that he's been doing for the last oh I don't know 30 years yeah pretty much that's what <laughs> he was trying to that it was like you know it was like yeah Shawn Michaels in the ass he's a dick so that's kind of what when you know when, when they was talking about wait we kept saying like somebody posted this on Twitter too um and they were saying like when they was saying um I think Dax had posted and say the um it's hey, Shawn Michaels' birthday, so let's see the uh, a picture of the greatest wrestler in the world, and he posts a picture of Bret Hart. <laughs> and Arrow came behind and said, um, "No at And so, um, Road Dog can say he said no guts either, but you be well too. Um, he told me to be well, and so Dax had said, um, mm. some of the lines of you know about how they just. He was, I guess, he was back there, back there as well too. When they was, he was, you know, getting ripped. You know, he was getting um, ripped on by his um injury and everything. And he was just like, you know, he's somebody, he's the type of person that talk about talent when they walk away and everything. So it was just some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, saying that Shawn Michaels still is. Looking in your face, saying one thing, and then behind your back, talking that other stuff. Yep, ain't nothing changed except for yeah. now he just you know books. Right. Um. So John Morrison, well, now he's going by John Johnny Superstar, and um, I think it's Triple A. Him and um, his wife made their um, debuts back in the, um, you know, on, on the Triple A um, over the weekend. So, you know, good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, so Rohit Rajul, he's. Um, Made his AEW made his AEW um, debut on Dark tonight. Mm. They said he actually debuted on January fifteenth and it lost to Sean Dean. But 
Yeah, we like um, Sean Dean on these parts. I mean, he's no yeah. Lee Moriarty, but... Holy shit. We, I mean, it was a good match between him and Daniel, but... Daniel tore that, tore that boy tore that boy up. <laughs> yeah, they did have a good match, though. Yeah. Um... Sami Zayn won the IC title. Um, well, it was taped two weeks ago, but they added Friday on. They added Friday this Friday on SmackDown. They had already spoiled it, and it was like, "You want to watch because we know what's going to happen." <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Swerve believes that um, Hit Row was released because they already had two big factions in the New Day. Well, Kofi and um, Xavier Woods and um, the Bloodline on SmackDown. So it wasn't no sense of having all those groups backstage and everything. You know, they weren't really using them. They was mainly doing like little backstage skits and they was... um, doing TikTok stuff as well too. Mm. Um as I told you I was wanna say um Bianca and um New Drop got praise um backstage praise um for their match um on Raw. Bianca definitely had the good promo and she had a good match with Dewdrop, Drop so mm-hmm. Kudos to both of those ladies for um, handling their business in the ring. Um, it looks like WWE is rebranding their Sunday live events. And I know they said the Saturday events will be Saturday night main events, but now they're calling um, they're they're calling. Um, the Sunday events, WWE Sunday Night Stunner. Sunday Night Stunner? Yes. And this is going to be a what type of show? Like Sunday Night Heat? No. Is that? No, this is like the, the Sunday shows, the house shows they do on the weekends. The oh, shots. okay, okay. And so the first one is going to be May 1st in Fairfax, Virginia. So. I'm um, going? Is that a little I said Fairfax. Far? That little too far out the range. You know, Fairfax, no, Fairfax is fairly close, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, we'll we'll see. Um. Oh, did we talk about this last week? Undertaker getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a, I think you might have said it. And I think Bully Ray said it on Bustle on the Radio that he should be the only one going into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. uh, for this year. Hell, mm-hmm. and like I said, the only one who did that previously was Andre. Andre was the only one who went in there previously by himself. Now, I was like, eh, well, I get it. 
And I was about, and I was thinking, I said, well, they didn't let Hogan go in by himself. So, but Undertaker came from you know WCW onto WWF and just took off running. Never didn't even look, didn't even look, didn't even look back. I remember when um seeing him you know, see he was on the Undertaker the Undertaker and everything and the first time I saw him I was like why is me Mark Calloway as a me Mark Calloway is the WWF now I was like what's up with that <laughs> he's on the Undertaker role it was just real scary the makeup the hair everything he was just real scary he was just in the funeral party he wasn't talking he was just over there doing the casket <laughs> And Paul Bearer was doing the speaking and everything. So, um, and you know, he in the, the run that he had in, in the company. So, you know, if they do do it, you know, that's that's how it's going to be. And apparently, they're filming the Hall of Fame after the SmackDown of the WrestleMania weekend. And basically, fans that buy a ticket, it's a two for one special. You buy a ticket for SmackDown and get safe for the Hall of Fame afterwards. So, um, yeah. So, y'all, if y'all going to the, y'all going to SmackDown and get safe for the Hall of Fame, so you can enjoy the pageantry of that. Yeah, it's pretty smart. Two for one ticket. Try to get interest up for SmackDown, which is on the day that most people are getting in town and probably really don't want to be too WWE'd out. Might yeah. choose to go do some of the, because I'm going to assume that we're going to get more of the indie shows and other things around WrestleMania back going up. You know, you know, you know they're going to take full advantage of that. They always talk trash about WWE, but these any these other companies they take full advantage of the WWE bringing the eyes and the bodies to WrestleMania so they can get that product out there too. So you know they gotta give props when they need it. You know they might you know we say WWE is evil and this that and the other, but y'all know where the money gonna be at and y'all come right there to join. Right. So y'all gonna go for for a bit. Y'all will dance with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don. Before we get to wrapping things up, all right, here we go. Um, for our favorite, for the segment that we always come to play, will Dawn watch this week's main event? Who we got? Who we got? All right, your first match is Veer Mahan versus Apollo Cruz, and your your second match is Liv Morgan versus Lita Vega. Hmm. I think I'm going to wait for Vera Mahan to make his way to Monday Night Raw like they've been telling me. <laughs> Did you mention that, that he was that he, that he still is coming? Because they showed that on the show. They yeah, like, I, I I just stopped even mentioning that shit. I was I was like, he got the Atlas from the, the gas station. That, that, <laughs> that, that, um, he don't, but he don't know how to read maps. Right. Oh, my, I was like, dude, what is, I said, what do you, I understand, and I'm, and I'm at my, Said like a couple weeks ago, 
they didn't have no creative for him. And I'm just like, yo, if y'all ain't got no creative for him, why are y'all bringing him up? <laughs> right. Right. Um, and, and then what was uh, Zelina and Liv? Uh, nah, I'll pass. You don't want to see um, Zelina and Liv? Nah. I'd rather check out Level Up. Who? Level Up, the new whatever 205, oh, what they're changing 205 into. Um, the new NXT kind of. Well, well, speaking of speaking of which, um, speaking of you know new shows, WWE has a new reality show coming on their YouTube channel starting on Monday. Anybody interested in going to be in it? Are you going to watch Corey and Carmella? Oh hell no! Since you all said the streets might want the might want the review of what <laughs> of this reality show, definitely going to be out. You ain't see what I said. I said um, we would not be reviewing this show on the podcast, and he said streets might want it. <laughs> streets can want it all they want. Yeah, how about quintessential art? You watch it. And then you give us a report on how it is every week. And we'll and we just relay your report on the podcast. Because <laughs> I ain't watching that shit. Oh my God. Corey and yeah. Carmella. They were talking about this was, this, was, this, was, this was in the works for like some months. And now they get the show. Nobody don't want to. I'm not even going to even talk about those people and their love but anyway yeah that's not entertaining to me so I'll pass you said you said you said mm-mm. so um, I guess the Hardy Boys went on the final run they got a bunch of indie shows lined up so they coming to your town you might want to um pay an obscene amount of money to see broke down Matt Hardy get carried in every match by his brother. They won't be that much broke down. He won't be be that much more in shape either though. It's a shame with all the knee injuries Jeff has had and the drug use he's still in better shape physically than his brother who for all we know Ain't do none of that stuff. But all those years doing that leg drop, though. Caught up with yeah. you. Um, oh, hold on. Um, so, an update on Mad Cat Moss. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he was fine doing the match and they said um, there was no heat on either wrestler. Fightful Select says that there was no heat on either wrestler and Drew McIntyre is well regarded for being a safe worker and was said to be very concerned for Mark. I mean, you could tell he was. Well, it's of course... You can't really show it, but... Of course there's no heat on both wrestlers when dude made a rookie mistake. Don't suck your head, bro. It wasn't like he 
was being unsafe or he was, you know, a spot where he's supposed to, like, when Logan Paul gave, what's his name, the Skull Crusher finale last night, yeah, he ain't have no regard for how Dominic hit the mat. He just dropped his ass, whop, whether he's he was ready or not. At least, you know, Drew was, you know, trying to do it safely and correctly. It's just Mad Cat Moss had a, a momentary lapse in execution, and it almost ended bad. Right. Um... Binky said she um, talked with um, John Cena after her SummerSlam loss. Um, yeah, and after the match, I remember John Cena coming up to me and the words he told me to set my perspective of a bigger, the bigger picture and just really showcasing who you are without a title. And one day it'll come back to you maybe, or maybe, but in the end, you know, for me too, in that moment, my perspective, I always want the people to feel something. So, you know, it's good John Cena came up and talked to her and just said, you know, told her about how, what is it, they always say you make the title or don't let the title make you or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Binky has always been just that, you know, that one that we, like you said, from the start, NXT, you've been on the Binky train since day, day one. And, you know, yeah, sometimes you know, my, my eye for talent uh, is spot on, it's not a glass eye. No, 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 you get props for it. And and you would always say, you say, you know, a couple of years, she's gonna be she's gonna be it. And basically, you can say, um, as Mark Henry's eye too, because Mark Henry was the one who, who saw her and was like, she should be in the ring. You know, she's mm-hmm. the company, and they got her there, and you know, look at it now. Exactly. Yes, and this and the thing, and another thing. I and it's, you said something else too about. Uh, I think you said Santos basketball not winning the title in NXT would be a disservice to him. And I'm like, well, Becky and Bianca didn't win the NXT win with their their respective titles in in the NXT, and look at them. Yeah, I know, but man, golly, it's just uh, such the look. And, okay, I could say, okay, Binky was green and she hadn't been wrestling very long and they couldn't, they could say, man, maybe we can't trust her with the title. Okay, I got you. But there's you, you can't use any of that for Santos Escobar. He, he's experienced. He's polished. He's good on the mic. I mean, he's got every attribute that for them to hold the title off of him would be criminal. Right. I mean, like you you say, he has experience. He definitely, you know, was one of the dope wrestlers in um, Lucha Underground. So Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with you about that, about him being you know, having experience and everything. So, you know, but he's probably go to the back of the line because now we already got, they already got a new number one contender, but I got to listen to the NXT cast to hear who that new, new number one contender mm-hmm. will be. You know, so, um, like I said, Raw was pretty good this week. 
Um, I went against my better judgment and did watch um, <laughs> so you know and I'm one who you got so you know shout out to me too you know <laughs> but I gotta say it was a good little week for wrestling um, AEW tomorrow well tonight rather so we'll see what's going on there yep see uh what we got going on. Hopefully we get some Jade Cargill action. Which is always yes. the uh you know, the highlight if you're on TBS. Right. She is the TBS champion. Yes. The TBS champion. Um you know that news report was a little lackluster as far as bombshell breaking stuff, real earth shattering stuff, so watch out. We recorded it, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the only thing that really didn't happen that happened last week and that we talked about was Cody leaving AEW and then um, Undertaker's going into the Hall of Fame. So that's the, you know, the big earth-shattering news in the, in the world of pro-res. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be teasing something. I don't know. Teasing some major news. I don't know. Well, it'll come down. It'll be the like you said. It'll be uh, it'll it'll be something big, and it'll be always after we uh, always after we record. But always, always. <laughs> we sitting there, we sitting there, and the next thing you know, boom, we was just dropping. I was like, well. Okay, about <laughs> any more shout outs and thank yous before I give oh, the final call? Oh, yeah, shout out to you, Don. Once again, shout out to um, everybody who's in the spaces with us. Is with us. Um, Kylie Wren, Black Marvel, Black Colin. Um, shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to my girl, Jay. Uh, She's a Michigan fan, so I asked her, I said, I said, what's up with your coach throwing hands? She said, we ain't no chumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Cammy D. I love, love Cammy D. Cammy D. Cammy D has, like, the best commentary, and she has the range of getting reached with her tweets every day, so kudos to her. Um, shout out to Drupal the Jula. Um, She dropped the episode of the Watch... Um, Watch with you. Uh, we were um, reviewed. Um, it was a book we read um, called um, Seven Days in June. Mm. And so um, I was on it. I was a guest on that when we recorded that. Uh, I want to say sometime late last year. Yeah, it was late last year. I ain't gonna say that I was doing before that part, but. Um, yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I, I had to stop and jump on the pod and then go back to where I was doing. But um, yeah, it was a great pod. Um, she dropped it dropped the day. So if y'all want to listen to me talk about you know romance between two black characters in a in a novel form, check that out. Uh, shout out to Classic Mel because Mel gets shout outs. Um, Greg, shout out to DJ Donation. She's been the raw cast tweets with us last night. Love, love when she comes through, you know, make a presence and everything. 
Uh, shout out to Miss V, always keeping her foot on the necks with the um with the with the fashion <laughs> cast. Her, Madame Lizette, Queen Mel Mindy, um, the ladies they they will tell you they say hey, <laughs> if the, if especially um Miss V, uh, v she she will definitely be like listen, her um the the, the extensions was trash, the makeup was messed up. They don't, they they keep the foot on the necks. Of the glam squad, you know, so you know, they got they got people. They got realize you know, those women who pay attention to that, so they could they will tell if something is messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, and you know, shout out to everybody else who rocks with us and everything. You know, Anwar, Terry's boy, um, Jay to the Max, Semi. You know, you know, it's great. As I said, I love you know recording and just talking wrestling. Because you know we just talk and we can we can get our feelings out and everything and you know it's just great. Yeah, I've been rambling on on and on, so Don, you can wrap it up. <laughs> Thank you to my co-host, Mister Mo, to the underscore Reese, or uh, who you got winner for the Elimination Chamber, aka Blood Money Cast. Uh, thank everybody who joined us again for the live tweets and the Twitter Spaces, uh, shared their commentary with color on the Elimination Chamber. We greatly appreciate everybody. Uh, joining us this past Saturday. Shout out to Miss J to the Max. Shout out to Miss Simmy. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Greg and and Classic and Mel because Mel always gets shout outs and everybody along the uh, path of the CSPN, all the uh, co-hosts of the Comic Book Chronicles and those guys. Give them a big shout out as well. Thanks to uh, Dwayne for uh, helping me record some Know the Scores. We're getting back on the know the score train here a little bit more frequently so we'll have some more things to talk about in the next week or so so thanks to him for uh, making some time for that uh continue to support the podcast by becoming a patreon member over at patreon.com forward slash cspn media you can hear me and miss simi break down aew dynamite each and every week as well as pre and post show conversations before all of the recordings here on the wrestlecast network um, you can hear what Mota the underscore Reese thought about the All-Star Weekend, Jawah Howard throwing hands, and uh, various other topics as well in the upcoming edition of The Dark Match. Also, you can support us by going over to CSPN.us, supporting our sponsors by clicking on the tab that says Keep Our Podcast Free. Do shopping with any of our sponsors. Some of your purchase will help keep the show free each and every week. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been episode 308 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo.
United States Championship in a match. But I want this one to be against someone of world championship caliber. You want to face a serious athlete? You want to face a serious fighter? I'll see you next week.